This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to a special episode of the Animaniacast. My father the tuna won't be seen tonight. We'll be back next week. Now let's watch the following special presentation. And welcome everybody once again to the Animaniacast. This is the only podcast out there that's dedicated to the animated television series, Animaniacs. And here we explore the series, episode by episode. We talk about all the cultural references and gags that we can find. And of course, in the end, we give each episode a Water Tower rating, usually. But today we have a very special episode. I am Joey, and joining me once again in California is my brother, Nathan. With three, you get egg roll. <laughs> and across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. Hello, everybody. Well, today we have a very special episode. We are going over our top five segments from episodes 51 to 99 of Animaniacs. Ooh. We've already gone through episodes 1 through 50 a while ago. Do you guys have any idea how long it was, by the way, when we actually went through episodes 1 through 50 with our favorite segments? It was, it was like, a year ago? I would think like two years ago. Almost two. <laughs> yeah, it was about a year and a half, right in between you guys, I believe. We've been long. doing this for that long. It's crazy. <laughs> it was in July, I believe, 2017. And wow. that was celebrating, that was approximately a year as, as we were getting about a year anniversary show. So, yeah, that's crazy to me that we were st- we're still doing this gosh darn show. Uh, <laughs> and of course, you mean people are sick of us already. I know. Seriously. Well, some people are, but they're, they're not listening I mean, they to us right now. So, so. Yeah, exactly. So the people <laughs> that are still listening are not sick of us yet. Maybe after this episode. We'll see. But anyway, <laughs> we're always waiting for that one other person to leave. Uh, no, but today we are, uh, we're, we've wrapped up all of our you know original Animaniacs run, including Wacko's Wish. So now we have to kind of reflect upon the whole darn thing. And we're, we're not doing the whole episodes this time. We'll do that in a future future episode. And uh, gosh, I guess we'll first do the second half of Animaniacs, and then should we? Do we dare even do a top list of the the whole series? Is that in, too insane of a task? I don't know. I'll have to think about that. Maybe one of these days we'll actually do that too. I don't know if I can narrow it down to just like one, just one episode. I know that that would be. <laughs> That would be pretty hard to do, but we—I don't know. We'll have, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll see. But yeah, so today, oh wait, no, I can't. I can't actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I you know I was thinking in the car on the way over here, and I was like, I think I can too. But we'll have to talk about that in a future episode. Anyway, uh, so today we're talking about the top five segments. Before we do, however, I have a pop quiz. Oh, actually, before we do that, um. Shoot the hostage. Shoot the hostage. No. 
Uh, so good answer. Record. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no, no. Don't shoot the hostage. Don't shoot the hostage. What we have to do? That was a speed reference. Speed for, reference. Yes. The, <laughs> the the bus movie. In case you hadn't realized how stuck in the nineties we were. Yes. There we go. The bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> Nathan with the Simpsons reference. Very good. Uh, <laughs> now, before we get into our pop quiz, however, I need to ask you guys a question. If someone were to ask you, okay, tell me about like the second half of Animaniacs in a few words. This is going to be interesting. What would you tell them about the second half? Episodes 50 to 99 in a nutshell. Nathan. Uh, it had high highs and low lows, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly, what about you? I would say it was probably less Spielbergian. Ooh, less Spielbergian. Well, let's go ahead and speak about being less Spielbergian. Here's your pop quiz hot shot. What do you do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me, what is your least favorite segment in episodes... 51 to 99. The my least favorite segment, there's a couple that, that it, it was either going to be Mermaid Mindy or Amazing Gladiators for me, but I'm going to go with Amazing Gladiators because that one had so many writers on it, and I think it shows that that episode, or at least that segment, had a lot of trouble. <laughs> and it's the hip hippos, and they're always kind of the not-so-funny ones for me anyway. I mean, they're decent most of the time, but in this case, they weren't. But Nathan, what do you think? What is your least favorite? Oh, man. I want to say, just because I said it during the things, but with three, you get egg roll. (laughs) (laughs) That one's not that great either. (laughs) I uh, purposely said it for my uh, catchphrase because I knew it was... Not going to be anyone's top five. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just go with that one. Um, it has a, a title that I remembered. So, uh, But yeah, the whole babysitting for an egg. and yeah, I don't know. I just didn't, I, I didn't enjoy that one. But, and, so. and I don't think there was any resolution to the, the baby egg even at the end, wasn't it? Like, no, it, I don't think the baby ever hatched or anything, too. All the other eggs hatched, I think, maybe, or I, maybe I just wanted that to happen. I don't know. I just, uh, they they end up with lots of eggs, right? They don't know which eggs. Yeah, it's all right mixed one. together because it's like Katie Kaboom's brother yeah. <laughs> is collecting eggs from everywhere. It just, uh, yeah, not, not, not my favorite. So I'll save that one. <laughs> all right. And Kelly... What do you think? What's your least favorite of all these? What's the least Spielbergian, I, su- I suppose? <laughs> I, uh, I'm tempted to say Katie Kaboom Call Waiting because, you know, kind of still talking about this. <laughs> we're all still talking about the same episode. But um, I think I would uh, choose Meet Minerva. Ah. Least favorite. Because I just can't stand Minerva, for one thing. That is on some people's list of their favorite ones but for all the wrong reasons i think (laughs) yeah that one almost got on my list of of my uh my least favorite one um it is it is a very confusing episode um just because yeah it's like you know you, you i i i know they wrote to just things that made them 
you know, this is funny, so let's write this. And they didn't really care if there was on a kid's show or not. But that one I, I watch and I go, you do realize you're you're making a kid's show, right? <laughs> but it does have some funny parts. I think Newt has some, has some uh, funny lines in it. Mm-hmm. You're a smart yeah, really like you are. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing about Animaniacs, because even our least favorite episodes still have humor to it. I mean, yeah. and that's just a credit to the writers and, and producers and everybody involved. Uh, it's, it's just a high-quality show across the board. I mean, not every episode is going to resonate with everybody, but, but it's it's all good. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of getting stuff that's all good, let's go ahead and get to our top five segments. Hello, genius people. Yakko Warner here. The only show we listen to in the Water Tower is the Animaniacast. I bet you can't guess why. Good night, everybody! It's time for Honorable Mentions. We're going to talk about the ones that could not or did not meet our top five list. So who would like to go first? Who wants to give their honorable mention? I will. All right, Kelly, hit us up. What do we got? Okay, I'm going to go with Schnitzelbunk. Oh, yeah. Uh, partly because um, I think I knew the song before the episode even aired because I owned the soundtrack. Uh-huh. And, and I got it pretty early on, so... You know, I knew several of the songs before the the episodes even aired originally, but I uh, I just love the song. It's so catchy and it's cute, and um, it's not uh, it, it doesn't stand above the ones that I consider like my top five favorites. But it's it's a great episode. Yeah, I I do appreciate that one a lot, and it's you're right. It was on the soundtrack, and I could sing along to it, and. Uh, it gets pretty fast, but I was able to sing just as fast along with them when back in my heyday. <laughs> Nathan, what about just, you? Well, I want to say that that song's very funny, and uh, I like how he, he's naked by the end of that song. But. <laughs> <laughs> he's no Otto, longer dressed. Uh, very long name. <laughs> yes. Otto von Schnitzelbrunkensteinmeier. Yeah, exactly. I I have like five honorable mentions so Ooh. i'm just gonna pick one at random okay and go for it if if by the end we don't mention some of these other ones i might save another one or two okay but... <laughs> we might sprinkle honorable mentions throughout your talk the, at the end of the thing yeah oh, cool. I'm like, you know, okay that sounds good but, let's do that do that yeah but i'll i'll start i'll say uh the kid in the lid as oh, an honorable yeah. mention because uh dr seuss um i love the art style on that one um, and it was just really uh, very funny. Um, yeah, just I, it was different, you know. It was the very really well yeah, done. good rhyming and a good adaptation. And um, yeah, I, I like the art style in that one too. And I think that was written by Paul Rugg, so of course he had to put Charlton in there as mm-hmm. he gets the goldfish. I always like how Paul Rugg really likes that Charlton Woodchuck, even though no, I don't think anybody else does. But I think that's one of the things I like about that is that uh, he just he didn't care. He liked him, and so he was going to put him in those episodes. Anyway, <laughs> well, um, well, my my honorable mention is uh, the Please, Please, Please Get a Life Foundation. Uh, just, I mean, it's such a classic, and. I ended up thinking about 
that episode quite a bit as editing these episodes. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I am such a member of this club. But um, yeah, that that it's kind of, I mean, it's a classic. I think when people go to Animaniacs uh, in concert, they show that to folks. So you can still see that segment. It speaks to the Animaniacs fan. Uh, <laughs> big or small, and in some case, very big in size. Like that guy typing with his toes, which I will say they make some really good gifts from that uh, that episode. So <laughs> that's also a good, nice thing. Well, let's go ahead and get to our top five. Number five. All right, Nathan, let's start with you. What is your number five segment? Oh boy. Okay. So, uh, this was really hard cause there's just, there's so many segments, you know, and like you got to, you know, you got the picky brains, you got to get slappy. It's just, it's difficult. So this is my number five. Don't get mad at me. Baloney and kids. That's it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, it's a classic episode and I had to put it on my list, you know, um, just the way they are beating up Baloney um, and making fun of Barney. kind It's very funny. Yeah. Well, it's been fun, friend, but we've got to get back to planet reality now. Great idea. Let's play astronauts in outer space. <laughs> Hello, mission control. <laughs> Hello, Baloney. <laughs> Our sensors show that you're out of oxygen. Goodbye. You'll be remembered as a hero. <laughs> Maybe we should stop pretending. Nah, could be tough. We have very strong imaginations. That one almost made at least I, I had it as my number five, and then I put it down to honorable mention, and then I just it just barely didn't make the honorable mention right there. Because mm-hmm. you're right, that one is so funny. I just like how certain aspects of that are just unanswered as well. Like why are the Warners here? Like they're pushed on. To, I can't get over the fact that they've been pushed onto the set to be with Baloney. Like I guess mm-hmm. the executives were like, "Let's put the Warners on here because this will help get, help the ratings." I don't know exactly what's going on, but uh, yeah, <laughs> such a good thing. But I think I, I think it fell off for me just because um, Barney is is kind of a. It's not as big as he. As he used to be. I mean, but back in the '90s, man, he was—he mm-hmm. was so annoying. I don't know. I, I think had it's a even... nephew that liked Barney. <laughs> I think it's been funny if you have never seen Barney. It's still funny, I would think. Uh, just this dum, dum, weird character. Dum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll put a quick <laughs> little catchphrase over at our our T Public store, which of course is tpublic.animaniacast.com. You can actually see a uh, design that one of our listeners actually put up, which is the, uh, it's Baloney and Friends, uh, design, and it looks so awesome. So I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, I'm it's, not it's on there. It yet. Yeah, it's, it's on there. It's, it's like, so if you really are a fan of that episode, everybody, uh, well, now you know where to go. You will have an Animaniac shirt that no one else has, <laughs> at least around except you. Except for me. Yeah, except for Kelly. Yes. All right. Uh, well, uh, who's going to go next? Should Kelly, do you want to go next or should I? Yeah, I will. Um, I will pick three tenors in your out. Oh, okay. Primarily because Steven Spielberg's in the beginning of it. Or the ending, perhaps. Where is he? He's somewhere. That one goes on for a while, so it's kind of hard to tell. Which... I know he's at the 
I think it's at the beginning with the, the ship. I know he's um, in the ship, but I don't know exactly where he's in at the beginning. Yeah, I okay. thought the ship was at the end of the episode or towards the I, end. I don't know. I, don't. I just I have the image in my mind of Steven Spielberg in the ship. <laughs> the episode I don't didn't care start for Kelly. That was the episode. <laughs> That's when she started paying attention and the episode began when Spielberg showed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's my life. It's the beginning. So, it's story. like the Oscars. The Oscars did not exist for me this year because I never saw Spielberg. They did not ha- happen. Although they did mention him, like during the acceptance speech, didn't they? For like the best right, picture, right? Because or he still remains the number one thanked individual in Oscar speech history, ranking higher than God. Wow. Yeah my my boyfriend sent me a link. I think it was last year, and, and it had that. So then I sent him the link about how I wrote. The article about that, like from the year prior for Big Shiny Robot. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, one of these days I'm going to share an information factoid about Spielberg that you don't know. And I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I decided to bring in the big guns. La 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 la. La la. Well, uh, Nathan, anything to say about three tenors and you're out? Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't really remember much about it, though. Uh, Slipping on the Ice, has that happened tonight? Slipping on the I think Tom Ruger did when he was on our show last. He did a great singing of it uh, on, on our episode, yeah. which made me laugh singing, hearing that See, again. See, it was all about Spielberg for you, too. That's all you remember. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, I guess I'll go to my number five. My number five is Cutie and the Beast. Um, because I really like the... Well, I think I think it's an awesome. The animation number one is really awesome. Uh, the songs in it are really nice, and I think it's really funny. I think it's a good parody, and I like having Taz mixed up with the Animaniacs. I just uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit, and it was very funny. And of course, it has a great <laughs> the the opening thing where the, uh, Dot keeps messing up on her name which is a very funny sequence. And now, the stars of our show, The Warners. I'm Yakko. I'm Wacko. And I'm Princess Angelina Contessa Louisa Francesca Banana Folana. Ah! God! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Banana Folana. <laughs> Banana Folana. <laughs> Thanks for your support, Mr. P-Pop into the mic. Oh, poo! I never pop my peas. Uh, Wacko, we got a big P-Pop on poo. Can we have that again? <laughs> So that is my number five. Uh, anything to say about that, you two? It's very funny. I like Beauty and the Beast, so I like that segment. <laughs> All right. I also like Beauty and the Beast, probably more than the average human. And uh, I also liked it. All right. <laughs> well, it's time then to get to number four. Number four. Nathan, what is your number four? Oh boy, okay. So, this is hard. 
because I had to put at least one Pinky in the Brain episode on there, and I didn't know which segment to put on, so I just put on the one that makes me laugh the most, which is Yes, Always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're saying that you had a Pinky in the Brain quota for your list? Well, I mean, I love Pinky the Brain. So <laughs> 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 I, would, uh, I would not uh, allow myself not to put at least one on there. I, m- I might put even more if... If I if I change my mind to the last minute for my top ones, but um, <laughs> I think this will be it, and it will be yes always, and um, it's not really a pinky in the brain segment necessarily, but it just makes me laugh so much uh, that I it's my favorite one. Don't you think you really want to say July over the snow? Isn't that the fun of it? I think it's so nice that you see a snow-covered field and say every July peas grow there. Um. We're talking about them growing, and she's picked them. Well, we want to be out of that snowy field. But I was out. We were onto a can of peas, a big dish of peas when I said in July. Oh, sorry. Yes, always. I'm always past that. You are? Yes. Did you guys happen to see the... um, I I shared it on the uh, Animaniacast uh, Facebook page, but Tom Ruger shared an uncensored um, clip from that episode where the brain is uh, talking instead of saying... I'll have cheese with you. Uh, he, I think that was the, the, the line they changed from Orson Welles' original rant. He actually does say the or, original not safe for work thing. Anyway, this clip is on... <laughs> it's on our Facebook page right now if you want to check it out. But it's... Uh, I, I think it's from that one of those infamous VHS tapes that Tom was talking about where the the recordings got a little blue and so <laughs> he he shared it and uh, just that one little clip and it was crazy he i asked him on uh facebook he said did you actually like submit this and then the censors denied it and he just said in all caps no exclamation <laughs> mark <laughs> so uh but yeah it's on there check it out and uh there you go. But I, I, I like that one too, Nathan. That one's also a good one for like just... It gives you kind of a sense of the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you actually have Tom and uh, Andrea Romano and I think it was um, Peter Hastings, I think, doing their voices as well. So it's all good stuff. Anything to say about that one, Kelly? Uh, it's funny. I, I really uh, like the brain's lines and, and dialogue in that one. Yeah. It's a great backstory to it as well, which uh, yeah. <laughs> I always like to hear. And his delivery is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't quite make sense why the brain's doing these things, but I, <laughs> I mean, like... Yeah, you kind of got even, the... You, you got the idea, like, they're referencing something that is very inside baseball for them that... Um, I mean, gosh, even before the internet, I'm sure kids were just kind of like going, why is he talking about this? Like, why? what is going on? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to the magic of the internet and podcasts like us, now you can find all that out. So, there we go. Uh, okay, Kelly, what's your number four? So, my number four is the same as Nathan's number five, which is Bolonian Kids. Ah. Because it is yum dum doodle dum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Uh, I just love it. I love Baloney. He's so obnoxiously annoying. And I love his look. He's so, he's like crazy eyed and um, just, it, it's so, 
different to have somebody who actually uh, annoys the Warners instead of vice versa. So it's a little twist on their general formula. And uh, yeah, I just, I love it. And it's pure 90s nostalgia. And I'm Gustav Anvil, the inventor of the anvil. (laughs) Oh, those were good masks. Hey, Wacko gave me another idea. Let's sing the anvil song. Gee, goshum, Jacko, I don't know that one. Don't worry, you'll catch on real quick. Yakko, is our use of falling anvils going to be a bit excessive? Yep. Okay. My number four is super strong Warner siblings. Um, because, uh, well, it's just, I was never a huge Power Rangers fan, but I really like this one, just how... It's it's written so well because it's so poorly written. <laughs> I think is 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 the thing about it. They really got the whole bad dialogue nailed down. Just the right saying right that a lot right. Right. Curses again! Ah, oh, this never works. Let's finish it all. Right. my list and uh they give kids bags of money which is awesome um <laughs> nathan kelly what do you what do you think about that one i i really like that one uh <laughs> it, it shows how they make the theme song isn't that they make the theme song it's, every time every time they do it live <laughs> so we learned something about the animaniac show and um, i believe that was their first one um on kids wb as well it's episode mm-hmm. 70 so yeah, what a way to premiere! Uh, you know, to start off with that one, strong. Yeah, one. it was cute, but I don't know. It just um, it made me nostalgic for immature radioactive samurai slugs. <laughs> well, we really? will eventually talk about that. Definitely, I know we will because I won't let you not talk about it. <laughs> I can't wait about that one. That's gonna be awesome. Uh, okay, well, let's go ahead and get to our number three. Number three. Nathan, what is your number three? So my number three is also super strong Warner siblings. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we talked about this recently. One of you said this one already, right? I can't remember I, how. I, I forget. I, I have a very short term memory. So yeah. Forget. Well, recently one of you already said it. And okay. uh, yeah, I, I also really enjoyed this one. I almost just took it off the list because there's a bunch of other ones that I have on my list of that didn't make it on honorable mentions, but you know what? I'll say those later. And yeah, super strong Warners. Great start to the WB era. Hey kids, playing with giant bugs isn't cool. If someone wants you to play with a giant bug, just say no thanks. That's cool. Right. All right, well, we are talking enough about that one, so let's move on to <laughs> Kelly. What's your number three? Okay, and now it gets really difficult. Yeah. I am going to go karaoke doki. Ooh, good choice. Because every single second of that is hysterical, and 
sometimes randomly I just go around and go ba ba black sheep ooh have you any wool yes sir oh yes sir three bags full <laughs> and um nobody gets it but it's fun to say and just the whole Star Trek parody. Oh, yeah, it's a whole Star Trek gag thing. We get it. Um, you know, they even reference it in the episode. Yeah. It's just, it's funny. And Ralph gets excited about the donuts. And he's just, everything is so funny in, in the episode. And uh, last year I went on a cruise and they had a karaoke night. And I was like, oh, this will be awesome. And it was like the same three people <laughs> up the whole night. And I'm like, am if, if if I wanted, if I drank enough alcohol to actually want to get up in front of people and sing, because it would take that, would I even be able to get on the list? Because these people have it completely, you know, it, it's just, it's a, I had to reference the Animaniacs episode because I'm like, this, this is real life because they've completely monopolized the uh, I hate list. it when that happens. That's happened to me a couple times. And it's usually because the person like knows the DJ or something and they just keep rotating in every third person at least, you know? And it's like... Ugh. And they weren't even good songs. Well, this is what I, I recommend then. Because every now and then, you go to... Like, when I go to a karaoke event, they do have a kid section. So it is very possible they might have Bob Bob Black Sheep and, <laughs> in there. And it's, it can't be that long of a song. So, I mean, you know, just a couple drinks and you might be you know, would, tipsy enough to do it. I would get up there and, and do the Nations of the World. Oh, that would be mm. awesome. That would be a showstopper right there. Yes. People's jaws drop when I do that. <laughs> Too kind. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, my little friends, my small friends. Maestro, if you please. Ba, ba, black sheep. Have you any wool? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Three bags full. I think there's something missing. Like talent? Nathan, uh, anything to say about, of course, karaoke dokey? Uh, very funny. I love karaoke, and I love watching the Warners uh, trying to do karaoke with the <laughs> Star Trek people. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph being uh, the... Uh, DJ or whatever. It's very funny. The, uh, keeping in charge of the list, right? Yeah. So. Maurice LaMarche also like does chocolate. both. <laughs> Maurice LaMarche also does both um, voices. Uh, William Shatner and, uh, or, I forget. They, they change his name up in this one. But, uh, and uh, Leonard Nimoy as well. So, Willie Slackmer and Lenny Meboy. Yes, there you go. And it's funny how they decide to do that in some episodes. Nathan and I have talked about this in, in the comic book. The, mm-hmm. the comic book episodes, they always change the names of the celebrities, but they kind of do it sometimes in the in the actual cartoon series. It's like sometimes they'll say, oh, that's, you know, Slackner, or sometimes they'll say, you know, the real person. Like, oh, it's Sharon Stone, or George Clooney, or whatever, you know? So... It's it's weird how that how that happens with parodies. Maybe it's based on uh, which celebrity is most likely to sue. Yeah, perhaps. And I think William Shatner might sue. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy <laughs> that might be like, "That's my likeness." No. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get to my, I guess my number three, right? Like you're saying, now we're getting a little harder, 
And I put number three as ups and downs as my favorite, because that was right on the edge of the (laughs) 51 to... Uh, 99 this was episode 52 that this one was on and what a what a funny episode i mean just pairing dr scratch and sniff and wacko together my gut would say you put yakko and dr scratch and sniff together as my gut instinct but then putting wacko in seems to make it even funnier uh and of course the the elevator repairman uh goit Furman, i want to say his name was uh and ed Let's see now. Um, <clears throat> Hello? I'm in an elevator not going anywhere. Is, is someone there? Hello? Anyone? Warner Brothers Maintenance Department. Hold on a sec. Hit it with the hammer, Big Ed. No, the hammer. That's a wrench. That long thingy's a hammer. <clears throat> Sorry about that. This is Goyd Furman. What can I do you for? The whole thing was just uh, very amusing. And that's all I'm going to say about it, because we might say more about it later. I was, my gut tells me what I'm thinking. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Nathan, uh, anything about ups and downs you'd like to share? Or Kelly? Anything? Uh, yeah, very funny episode. Uh, just just how much Wacko can annoy Dr. Scratch and Sniff. And it's just really, really funny. And uh, the constant talking over the... The, yeah, just the repairman. Just hilarious. I love it all. <laughs> and Kelly, anything you want to share about that right now? Not at the moment. I figured. Okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead then. Let's go ahead and get to uh, number two then. Number two. All right, Nathan, what is your number two segment of Animaniacs episodes 51 to 99? All right. I'm going to do a similar kind of feel to it because it's going to be Drive Insane. Um, where they go into the drive-in and, uh, um, they, uh, have to order fries with their popcorn kind of thing. Uh, I think just that line. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about that one. I love that one so much. Yeah. I needed to put it on. So I, uh, uh, yeah, I just did some quick editing to my list, actually, just so I could throw it on. So, because I was like, I don't think anyone's going to say this episode. So, I, I got it. Well, I wasn't going to. I, for, I, I love it. I love that one. Good old Mitch. Well, what do you have? Large, super chubby, and double super chubby. Then isn't a large a small? Oh, uh, I'll have to ask my manager. Just give me a large popcorn. You want fries with that? Why would I want fries with popcorn? Oh, I'll have to ask my manager. Oh, yummy, the popcorn. Didn't you get any fries? Kelly, anything to say about Drive Insane? It's just, it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's, I like it a lot. Good old Dr. Scratch and Sniff. Uh, (laughs) All right, Kelly, what is your number two? Okay, this it's really hard to pick between my top two. Um, but I, th- I think I'm going to go with ups and downs, just like you did. Well, you ups and downs was your third. Third, yes. This one's my number two. Um, because it's amazing. It's another one of those, like, from beginning to end, every piece of dialogue is perfection. And... I know I've mentioned this before, but I'll stand in an elevator and, and sing the chopstick song and turn in a circle. 
Um, <laughs> de- depending on who I'm on the elevator with, I yeah. I have done it. Chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks chop chop chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks chop chop. Enough is the chopsticks. No more chopsticks. You know, particularly when I'm at cons for whatever reason, I don't know. I guess I'm just in the right frame of mind, but I particularly reference this episode, and much to the annoyment of my friends. And uh, I just love it. it. And it is sort of interesting, like kind of like you said, with the, the pairing of Wacko and Dr. Scratch and Sniff. And um, and when they start singing together and dancing, <laughs> they've just completely lost it. And uh, Scratch and Sniff is like, you know, open your open your bag and, you know, your baggy thing and you've got things. And, <laughs> you know, there's there's nothing to be, be helped. And uh, it's just funny. All right, uh, Nathan. Anything else you want to say about that one? Or um, I had it on my list and I had to take it off. So oh, oh, there you go. That's because I, I was like, that's that's what I took off for drive insane. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was right here. One or two, I couldn't decide. But there you go. It's, it's very funny. It's not going to be on my list though. And animated so. really well too. It's you yeah, know, excellent animation mm-hmm. in that one too. My number two is Woodstock Slappy. we go summer in the country nothing but rest and relaxation right skippy yeah groovy and slappy man groovy skippy don't talk like that people will think you had brain surgery i can dig it man far out <sighs> i had to get him out of the city away from all those bad influences you mean like peace and love exactly that stuff will whoop you i will just say a little bit about this because it's hilarious and it has a great Abbott and Costello routine and the animation is awesome and it has great musical parodies and that's all I'm going to say about it for right now uh, Nathan, anything about Woodstock Slappy you'd like to say? I have nothing to say about this segment Nothing to say about it, okay, Ed, Kelly do you have anything to say about Woodstock Slappy? I plead the fifth Okay, well, I figured <laughs> Alright, well let's go ahead and get to it it's time for drum roll. Number one. Number one. All right, Nathan, let's start with you. What is your number one segment of Animaniacs, the second half, 51 to 99? Hit us. What is it? All right. Well, you may have already guessed, but anyone that hasn't, my favorite segment is Mermaid Mindy. Because, oh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's actually Woodstock Slappy was my number Yay! one. You scared me for a minute. <laughs> Something's happening here, but it is exactly clear. Well, thank you for that. Hey, you kids, what are you doing? Go on, get away from my tree. Like, mellow out, you running dog squirrel. Hey, we're here for the Woodstock concert, man. Three days of rock from groups like Jefferson Airplane, The Band, The Who, The Grateful Dead. I'd be grateful, too, if I didn't have to listen to this noise. The the comedy duo between uh, Skippy and Slappy is just so hilarious. And, I mean, even as a kid, I didn't quite understand, you know, that Who was an actual band and that Yes was a band, you know, like... <laughs> and. 
the band is a band, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but now, like growing up, like I get those. It's even funnier. But it was even funny as a kid, and I didn't even get all that. But um, just very good. It's it's almost educational if it was more educational. But it's just really really funny. Um, and I, I I think everyone should see it. If they haven't seen it, they need to see that at least that one segment. And uh, it makes me sad that uh, we probably will not see Skippy and Slappy in the reboot. Yeah, I posted a video just kind of reminding people about it on Twitter and YouTube that, uh, as far as we know, Slappy Squirrel, a.k.a. Sherry Stoner, has not been contacted about returning to do any voices for uh, for the show. So, and I, I, you know, and honestly, even if... I just don't think they're they're concerned about. I I, I don't think they're going to recast Slappy. I just think they're not going to have Slappy, which would really be a shame because she's such a funny character. But whatever, sad. Okay, Kelly, let's go ahead and get to your number one. I know it's going to be a surprise, but I'm going to have to go with Woodstock Slappy. Because it's hilarious. Uh, it's one of those episodes that I made my mom sit down and watch that. You have to watch this. It's it's so funny. And um, I, I mean, just to piggyback on what y'all said, it's, um, it's great comedy between Skippy and Slappy. And uh, I didn't I didn't know all the bands when I watched it. I st- still don't, to be honest. Yeah. But, but I did know, you know, who was a band and. Um, and I, I got the joke, and but I, I just think that the timing of the dialogue is great, and they drag it on long enough to to make it funny. But I don't think that they overextend uh, the joke. They they cut it off just just where it needs to be. On stage, Skippy, look, see the band? No, I don't. Get rid of those John Lennon glasses and look there. There's the band. No, that's not the band. The band is performing later on. Who's on stage? You tell me. Who? The name of the group on stage. Who? The name of the group. Who? The group on stage. Who? The band. No, the band is performing later. Right now, we're listening to who? That's what I want to know. I like it when the singer is like, oh, you squirrels are pretty funny. And, you know, it's just, uh, I, it's just so funny. And I, I love it. And, um, you know, I have the shirt to prove it now because yes. I've, I've got it off our tea public store. I haven't had a chance to wear it yet because it's been cold. But, um, but I have a few Animaniac shirts. Some of them I've gotten from like Hot Topic and Box Lunch. But, uh, but that's one I definitely got from, from tea public. Oh, and I, and I wore our Animaniac shirt to the uh, Pensacon Pensacola convention last weekend. So yes, did people look at it and get confused? And because that's usually well, what happens to me when I wear that around. I was chilly, so <laughs> I, I don't, again, I don't know if people actually noticed it because I was wearing a hoodie. I was wearing it open, but I was wearing a hoodie uh, over it, and um, so nobody really commented on it. <laughs> but I, but yeah. I was proudly displaying it. Yay! Whenever I wear my Animaniacast shirt in public, people go, oh my gosh, I really love that show. I Wait a minute, what is that? <laughs> they take a closer <laughs> look. Oh, it's fun. Okay, well, um, it's time for my number one. And it's not Woodstock Slappy, as we all know. That was my number two. I have a number one that, for some whatever reason, just stood out for me. And it is The Sound of Warners. 
and the sound of Warner's. I, I one particular. There's a few lines that get stuck in my head, and well, literally, well, I, I shouldn't say stuck in my head, but they they pop up out of nowhere. Um, the line of when nature calls, you've got to pick up the phone and say, hello, nature. Uh, I got your message. I have a package for you. Uh, it's in my head, uh, uh, you know, a few times a day for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but, uh, <laughs> TMI, <laughs> but, uh, the, the, the whole poison Oak song. I, I love how that sounds and the harmonization of Tress McNeil and, uh, Rob Paulson together at that part as Scratch and Sniff's face is becoming this swollen mess <laughs> uh, is just a funny image in my brain. Poison oak, poison oak makes you itch if you catch it. Is there a point to this cartoon? I don't know, but we're still getting paid. Skin turns red, blister spread, spread the more that you scratch it. Chafing and stinging, the itch gets worse, itch gets worse, it's burning. Sing! Poison no, poison no, for days to come you'll be Again, it kind of goes to the, the the idea of we're going to flip the the standard thing of the Warners and we're going to make uh, someone annoy them instead of them annoying someone else, um, and it worked out really well. So that was that was mine. It was excellent songs and very funny. So, any thoughts about Sounds of Warners before we get to Nathan's? Uh, list of things that didn't make it <laughs> well this was on that list of things that weren't going to make it so i'm so glad oh good you said it because um this is a very funny segment and yeah the poison oak i always think of that and that silly face he's making <laughs> <laughs> just the purple blob his face turns yeah, into. yeah oh my gosh and um the nightmare that yakko has at the beginning of that right uh trying to do the uh, nations of the world. Oh yeah, when Yakko messing up. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> One thing that stands out to me of that segment is just the the colors of that episode. It oh. just seemed. I don't know. It starts off. It starts off a kind of dreary, doesn't it? Because it's she's going through all the smog of California, as she's yeah. uh, she's off like beautiful Burbank. <laughs> Which I think they've cleared up a little bit of it. I remember as a kid going to California, not knowing there were mountains in L.A. because there was so much smog. I, I mean, we went to Disneyland every year, and I had no idea there were mountains until I was like twelve. <laughs> so oh, weird. Uh. Like looking at the hotel one day, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's mountains in L.A." Like I just, you, I never <laughs> saw them. It was the weirdest thing. Um, well, Nathan, let's go ahead and hit us with your honorable mentions list. What which ones almost okay. made it? The the I have just one on here that I wrote down that we didn't mention, and that was uh, Brains Apprentice. Oh yeah, that one. And I just love the it, it's it's so good. You know, <laughs> yeah. There's no no talking, no words or anything, but uh, just great animation and. Uh, the music and everything—it's funny and 
and he almost took over the world. He got so close. Just I had one pinky in the brain one that almost made my honorable mention list, and that was uh, I think it's called Brain Meets Brawn, where he's there in London, and he whenever you know he turns into the the you know doc- it was a Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde mm-hmm. cartoon. I really like that one. I just, the animation of it is uh, is awesome, and uh, I don't know. It was just it was just that one's impressive for me too when it comes to pinky in the brains. Mm, yeah, that one very reminiscent of like uh, Looney Tunes and everything. Like, yeah, with the it was the the Tweety Bird one, I believe. That yeah, was the one that had that joke. Okay, well, that will do it for our top five segment list. Oh my gosh, what a it was definitely a difficult task. I think uh, going through all this, and of course, afterwards we're going to look at the list again and go, oh, we should have put that on. And, stuff yep. like that but um <laughs> hey if we forgot some of uh the ones that you really like why don't you send those in uh of what your some of your favorite segments are you can send us an email or you can uh, go to twitter or facebook or on our discord channel our email is animaniacast at retrozap.com and of course our discord channel is discord.animaniacast.com and that'll give you the welcome link so you can talk to us there as well well, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you online? Well, Joey, you can find me on Twitter, uh, JangoFT, that's me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And Kelly, what about you? I'm on Twitter at Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right. And as for the Animaniacast, like I said, we're on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram, and Discord and sometimes on Reddit. And of course, we have our own YouTube channel. You can see some of our previous stuff right there. But really, the place to go is animanicast.com, where you can get a full listing of our other shows over at uh, RetroZap. RetroZap is the number one pop culture place to go to. If you wanted to see anything pop culture, just head on over there. Whether it's Star Wars, comic books, video games, movies, whatever, RetroZap has you covered with articles and artwork and of course podcasts you can subscribe to the RetroZap podcast link uh, for all the podcast feeds and you get all of them delivered straight to your device for free Ooh. well <laughs> that'll do it for today's episode so for Nathan and Kelly this is Joey saying good night everybody good night everybody good night everybody This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacs unless otherwise indicated. In the land of the free, now that's 